about is this idea of playing God, yeah? That you have to quit playing God. And it's a simple uh, reason because it doesn't work. And then, then when that's clear, then you move to the the quote-unquote solution, which is to turn one's will and life over to the care of a power greater than, than the self, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small s. To me, self is say, is giving it too much credit. Let's say selfing. And the term selfing, how we, we use it here, is the feeling, the sense, yeah? Not the thoughts about, but the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity with the qualities of the do, being the doer, the thinker, the haver. Yes? Like the, uh, the creator, the uh, alpha and the omega, that sense of when an action occurs, there's a feeling that you're the doer of it. That, to me, is the sense of this idea of self. Okay? So... In recovery, they say, well, we're going to turn our will and our lives over to this, the care of a power greater than that. Yeah? It's a, and care is an interesting word. Yeah? It's like when my mother was got old and uh, she, it was dangerous for her to be up by herself, we put her in a house, senior citizen place, with the hope that they take, expectation that they take care of her. Yeah? And she had a lot of fear when she moved in there sometimes she would pass out in a wheelchair and she couldn't get to the food but now every morning at 8 there would be a breakfast and a lunch and a dinner that night so then the fear was, um, was evaporated quickly because she was under a, someone's, another care yeah? and this care was reliable because it was reliable it kept, the meals kept coming and she got taken care of everything like that so, so there's the feeling of the, or the spirit of, of like the solution in recovery is to turn one's will and life over to the care of a, of a, of a power greater than self for one reason because uh, we're not managerial quality yeah? if I run the show or if what I call I which isn't I it's me basically if the me runs the show it, will t- it tends to fail and for me it, it, it failed emphatically it was like you couldn't get beyond you couldn't not notice its failure in the in my life <laughs> I mean you know people don't go to like a drug and alcohol program for two years you know like sitting at a coffee coffee and, and have a brochures of place vacation spots no very few people going to choose Delancey Street to go for a vacation you know what I mean mm-hmm. life brought me there and I had nowhere else to go so so backing up for that is this idea of playing God which is was very tricky trippy because there's so many simple examples let's say when if you wake up if when you wake up in the morning the head starts talking about the day usually and it starts talking basically how it's going to go before it actually goes yeah so it starts telling you this day's going to suck before you even started in the day yeah. Now, if that was just heard, that would be fine, but it tends to uh, uh, elicit a response or a reaction. Yeah. So you, f- you feel already predetermined in a way that it's going to be a bad day. Yeah? That's not produced by the day, it's produced by the mind's faith in what's yapping. Yeah? So that's the idea of playing God. 
So this lady today, and it was nothing to do with the lady, she was talking about uh, she needs to do a spiritual practice to get a sense of spirit. To me, that's the mental state playing God. Yeah? Her mental state isn't available yet to the possibility that she is what you, she's looking for. Because the idea of she is so strong, a mental idea, that there's no possible way that would be what you, sh that you should be looking for because look at all your behavior. You're looking outside all day trying to get something to get relief from that, yeah? So on that level of playing God, you are destined to practice. You are destined to go from one process to another process. You're destined to buy the story of it may take lifetimes, you know, all this. All this stuff may pass the smell test, so to speak, because it's already got a pre-smell on it. Because the head's playing God, and it can't entertain that it is what it's looking for, because it has a lot of strong ideas of what's looking, and it ain't what you're looking for. Yeah? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not thinking the end of all spirituality is me as an overweight, let's say, 60-year-old body <laughs> that farts and has B.O., you know? No, there's more... The eternal one where love will abound and bliss and stuff like that. So that the strength of the playing God pretty much determines how uh, you're going to see what to do here. Yeah. So a lot of people are trying to do and have themselves into a, a state of being. But the, all they can do and have themselves into is another mental state. Yeah. Like the God that's determining our lives is a mental God. It's not a being God. It's a willing and a wasing God. Yeah? It lives in time. It thrives in time. It thrives as a thing. And its whole life is about things. Yeah? There's no way in hell you're going to be able to sit here and, not, and, and really sit and, and entertain the possibility that you're not that. Yeah? You will entertain the possibility of getting free as it, yeah? Working, purifying it, you know, refining it so that it can finally get catch the divine frequency. But very rarely are you not going to be uh, taken into consideration. And so your movements, you think, are just the way things are going, but they're determined by what's playing God, yeah? So when, God, when the mental state's playing God, you're not going to be... Uh, this isn't going to come easy hearing a message like this. It looks like nothing. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to have anything. So what the fuck, you know? I'm not going to be able to judge how I'm doing by listening to everyone else leave the meditation hall and then I get up last, so now I think I'm the best meditator. You're not going to have that sense. You're not going to have... You can have 30 spiritual experiences. It doesn't mean a damn thing. Because it's not... It, a, a spiritual experience doesn't lead to a spiritual awakening. Yeah? It's noticed from a spiritual awakening. <laughs> the spiritual awakening is the basic state. It can't be... You can't... You can't use... An effect, you can't use an effect to find the cause. <laughs> you know what I mean? The effect isn't going to cause the cause. 
So you hear it all the time. All right. You're exactly, you are not that. You are not that sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Or in, or in a larger terminology, they call it, they call non-duality, which is another way of saying it, yeah? It, non-duality just means not to. Yeah. Not to. All right. So now, non-self means not, not self. It doesn't mean or tell you what you are. It's just giving you a suggestion you may not be that which you're taking yourself to be. And if you entertain that possibility, maybe you'll find out that what you are truly looking for is what's been looking. Yeah, right now. Exactly as it seems to be. Because all of this is always seeming to be. Why would you want to try to gild or freeze into bronze uh, something that comes and goes? Yeah, You're never going to catch it and then eternalize it. It's temporal. But what's seeing, what's seeing is a different story. What's seeing is not of a thing. It's not of time. It's not of cause and effect. Yeah, I'm not going to say what it is. But I'm just saying it's not this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And maybe take it upon yourself to follow that. Instead of following a trail this way, you don't have to take any steps at all. This is the trail. Just go here. See if this is so. If this ain't so, everything else, all the other bets are off. Then you'll have to, then if you're curious, you'll find out. Yeah. It's much more difficult, and not much more difficult. It can't be quantified like knowing, yeah? You can say, I've read 30 books, yeah? I've chanted the Diamond Sutra 850 times. You can say that. But finding out doesn't have any quantity. It just happens, yeah? Something gets initiated, and then it's not happening in a sense. It's not like anything becomes yours, yeah? It's just the becoming, it's the becoming as, yeah? So the freedom is available when it's being given away, yeah? The knowledge, the wisdom is totally available when it's, be, when it's being given away. Once it gets acquired or hoarded, that's not wisdom, it's neutered, it's dead. You have tons of wisdom, yet you're still yelling at the paper boy for missing the Sunday paper or the porch, yeah, it's not. It's like being a professor of holes, yet you keep falling in holes. What's the point of the knowledge about holes? Yeah, so you can walk around and everyone, oh, he knows a lot about holes. Yeah, but he's in a hole while you're noticing that. What's the point? Or the Course in Miracles would say, there's a lot of unhealed healers. They're in the position of healing, but they're unhealed themselves. So. It was funny to watch because I saw how it was being said the only way it could go was to do something. Yeah? So I didn't say a damn thing. It would be pointless to share this invitation because it would have it been made into something immediately. Yeah? Because it couldn't be seen any, any other way from the auspices of what was playing God, the mental state. Yeah?
And that's fine. I mean, I swear, it's a much better career choice to be doing something. Seriously. If I could have like a three-month retreat in Costa Rica, I'd probably give a lot of people work. They'd have to, you know, we'd have to cater it. There'd be kayaks to stew. There'd be fish to stew. Maybe we wouldn't eat fish, tofu fish or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, there'd be all this stuff. And there would be a lot of camaraderie. And we'd be checking out how we're doing. And I'm doing a lot better today. And then they'd come back the next day crestfallen. Oh, you've lost it. You had it for a little bit. I saw it in your face. You had the answer. But you lost it. So you got to go there and do a little more. Pure something's came up. An old idea is blocking you once again. Yes? And, and you can milk it like a fucking holy cow for years. Yeah? And then people would have experiences. They would. They would have epiphanies. They would have like great revelations. But not noticing the whole formula of them having it is the bogusness of it all. It's not what you have. It's the them. The idea of you having it is the bonding point. Yeah? It doesn't... The bonding can, can, can be facilitated with anything you have. A sublime spiritual understanding or a two to five year sentence at you know, Santa Rita. It can use whatever is available to, to facilitate the bondage. The having is not going to negate the formula. The formula is going to take whatever is available, whatever it comes in contact with, and fortify its basic premise. You are it. Yeah? Your movement towards anything or everything is through doing and having. Yeah. Apply it to this. You got a job, you see? You got your, that, that bunion removed, you see? Well, apply it to being, too. You're going to do and have... No, it doesn't work that way. And that little topic... It doesn't work. You can't do and have yourself into a state of being. Yeah? You can do and have yourself into a job. You can do and you have yourself into a relationship. But you can't do and have yourself into a state of being. Why? I hate to break the news to you. Because you are a state of being. Yeah? But if the mental state's playing God, you will not have a sense of that. You will not. You will, you will have a sense the mental contains the being. The being is, a, is an aspect in the all-everlasting mental state. The stateless state will not be being, it will be mental. Yeah? And it will have the being in there for the mental to get. Yeah? And therefore, to lose. Only to work to get it again. Only to lose it again. There's no way in hell it can ever work because if the being was really, really sensed, it would negate the superiority of the mental. The mental would be seen as after the being, not prior to the being. Yeah? The being wouldn't be content to the context of mentality. The mentality would be content to the context of being. Yeah, and then maybe then you would see, oh, it's great. I love to go meditate and stuff, but you wouldn't be looking at any of those vehicles to take you where you already are. Yeah, you may like to drive them, go around. It's fun. It's really nice to have your mind calm and stuff like that. But you wouldn't be under the the mental illusion 
that you're going to somehow do yourself into a state of being. Yeah? It wouldn't come, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't hold water. Something would be su- sufficiently revealed that the gig would be up, it would be over. The joke would be done. Or Ramana says it in some way. I, I hope, he, I don't know how, what he was talking about, but I like the saying where he says, you know, your head is in the tiger's mouth, it's already too late. Once you get a flavor of that sense of being, you'll see that all those cryptic little sayings that used to drive you crazy as a doer and a haver, as a mental god player, oh, you are what you're looking for, the seeker is the sort, the I need do nothing, no fucking way, I need to do a lot of shit, I need do nothing, all this, you know, shoot the Buddha if you see him, why would I freaking do that for? He's going to save me. <laughs> All those cryptic things that, like, why can't I get it? You can't get it because you've been gotten. You're thinking you're the getter. You've been gotten already. The mental state, in a sense, has you. And therefore, all the flavors of everything has the mental flavor. You think to know something is to find out about it, is to really grok it, you know, to really get what it is, it's just to know it. Oh, I read about that last night, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, I read, I read two pages of scriptures, I got it, I got the whole fucking thing, I can see it, yeah. <laughs> and this one little, this one little very minor hiccup is being echoed constantly, Yeah. The correction is merely prior to it, not after it. Because as soon as it's after it, it's mentation, beginning mentation, beginning mentation, beginning mentation. The, the solution to the mental condition is not in the mental condition. It is prior to the mental condition. Yeah? It's prior. There, at that point, and what we're saying humbly is... That point is constantly moving right where you are at any any time that you're there with no requirement necessary. It's closer than your breath, yeah? What you are cannot be found or can it be pushed aside or can it be delayed or can it be hidden or can it be uh, unseen. The reason why it's unseen is because you're seeing from it and it's been bastardized into a form of looking called self-centeredness. You become, you be, if you see it, if you just get a little taste of it, it'll lead you to freedom prior to it all. Yeah, Because if the freedom comes after, it's going to be coming again. The bondage will reassert itself, and then the need to freedom will reassert itself, and then you'll spend a lot of time trying to get free, and maybe you get one flavor, the freedom immediately evaporates based on circumstances and situations, and then, of course, now you're seeking again, and if you looked at it from a higher up, basically all the time is being spent seeking. Very little is at the arrival point. As soon as you arrive there, it's a, it, you're taking off again, yeah, because somehow you did something, or you omitted something, and you lost it. What did I lose? What I got. You don't see the losing has to be determined by the getting. 
See, if I didn't, if I don't get this, I can't lose it. If I don't have it, I can't lose it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, it takes it totally out of the mental ballpark. Yeah, totally doesn't play by those rules. Yeah, it's not even. I don't even. You know, in a sense, I don't think it has any attention to any of it at all. Yeah, it's just available at all times, right where you are but not in the format that you're looking for. Yeah? Because if this mental state is playing God, it's going to be looking for weaker gods out there. Yeah? And it's going to tell you all the while that you're practicing, how you're doing, the same voice that used to tell me, you know, you're crazy shooting up, is also critiquing my spiritual practice. Yeah? If anyone's here is in recovery, that voice that was talking to you before you got loaded, during when you were getting loaded, is the same voice that's talking to you after you stopped getting loaded. That's never been interrupted. The mental state has never been addressed. Because it's, it's produced a mental state that it calls being. Yeah? And it believes it can do and have itself into that being. But all you get into is another mental state. Same agitation. Maybe you got silk instead of fucking flannel sheets. You know? Maybe you got loving gazes instead of, I'm going to rip your throat out if you don't give me that fucking gram of coke. You know? Same, same. But the commerce will be the same. It will just, it's all, all that's happening here is different degrees. All it is. All it is is different degrees. It's the same old, same old, but having like 8,000 different sizes. Yeah. You know, big problem, smaller problem. You know, I'm so close to the truth, I'm so far away. But there's always distance in it. Yeah. Always. It's all degrees. But in being, there is no degree. There's no more, oh, I'm, I'm being more than I ever was today. For some reason, this is my, this is being day, 2014. Man, I got up early because I knew this holiday was. I've been being unbelievably today. I feel so freeing to being. But I'm hoping someone's seeing that I'm freeing as being. Which is a purely mental state. Because <laughs> what would be getting noticed, an object. Yes, yes. There's a possibility, you know. I'm telling you, my... They gave me some drugs, you know, I'm, uh, when I had this knee operation. And I'm sensitive, I get... So I had this uh, steroid, cortisone, and some other stuff. And I'll tell you, I've been like on a speed, you know, if you ever did cocaine, I've been on a cocaine run without any of the fun, yeah? Like my body, my body can't sleep. It's like on. So it's about six or seven days now. And so today, I'm, Deb and I are driving, I'm yawning like incredibly. <laughs> I, I go out to West Marin and I knew it would work. The vibe of West Marin is like, whoo, my body's trying to unfurl like a flag. Yeah, but the the mental state's just incessantly on. But the onness isn't like this, like the uh, the beingness. Yeah, it's like it's it's jittery. It's got an anxiety to it. It's agitated. It's like uh, it's not like 
pure and unadulterated light. It's like refracted light that's hit a bad lens a, that had a big crack in it. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. And you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm so on today. Your, mind, your mental state is just agitated like crazy. Yeah? Beingness is a different sense. Yeah? It's, it's what was never... Has that, what has that has never been disturbed any moment of this freaking life. Nor will it be disturbed when this seeming life ends. Yeah? All of my huffing and puffing, all of my activities, all the bad things I've done and the good things I've done hasn't moved it one bit. Yeah? It's so foreign, in a way, to the way things are here. It's incredibly foreign to it. Yeah? There's no sense of time. Time has absolutely no value whatsoever. Yeah? It's not, it's not, it doesn't brighten up when you've accrued enough value, nor does it dim when you've done something bad. It's just a whole different modality, let's say. And it's really nice to have a little of it, its influence in one's life here. Instead of being living in a mental state, yeah, it brings a leavening quality to it all, and the body loves. The body gets a break because the body is so burnt out by being the center of the universe. I mean, the mental state has given it way too much. Fucking, it's your body is flipped out. It doesn't even have the old intelligence it has now. You have old ideas that stop you from healing, yeah? Because you've got some fucking strange reason why you did something and you shouldn't heal or whatever, you know? It's just, it's lording over it, it's, it's in its dominion on everything. It's just, it's affecting everything in its agitated little way. Yeah. So, question, see, see if you're that, you know? See if you're that doer of your actions. Question it. See if you're the thinker of the thoughts. I mean, some of us, I've heard some great things. You have such a feeling that it's you. But the funny thing is, when that's being said, the position of the saying of it is in the process, thinking as if it's not of the process. Yeah? The feeling that it's really you, it feels like it's really you, that's not outside. You're not observing that. You're in it. You're not, but the mental state plays the observer, but it's never observing. It's never outside the fray of its own anxieties. The being is. And the mental state is trying to mimic what being is. It's trying to mimic it. You think you're above the fray, you know? That's why it doesn't hold water. You take this as a philosophy, it fucking's worthless. Yeah, it's worthless. Maybe it gets you out of a little trouble when your girlfriend says, why didn't you do the dishes? Well, there's no Paul to do the dishes, you know. You know there is no Paul. There's never been a Paul. Why didn't you call me? There's no one to call. So, you know, I had a revelation. There's no one to call, and there's no one calling. <laughs> doesn't hold water. You don't need it here. Yeah? 
If you're looking for it to, to, to alleviate something here, you're undervaluing it greatly. Yeah. It's like, of course, with the way we're, we're built, this mental state being the supreme condition, we'll look at that, that quote-unquote solution as like a salve, you know, or like an ointment. Like, all right, I don't give a shit about it, but when the shit hits the fan, I'm going to go and try to... Uh, there is no Paul. That's me, I think. I guess. Forget about phones. Eh? Are you giving a talk now? Yes. <laughs> that's, how, that's the calls I get. Are you talking tonight? Yes. Right now? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. I want to make sure I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> I barely have it together to make it here. <laughs> Seriously. I mean... <laughs> and I guess I don't know how to turn off a phone. I swear I turned it off. <laughs> Let me kill it this time. <laughs> Anytime I start taking it seriously, life has to joke me out again. It's a humble imitation. We're not asking anything from anybody when this is not a draft. (laughs) (laughs) They really want to get it. Hello? <laughs> hey, I'm do- giving a talk right now. <laughs> I got a spiritual bolito around my neck. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the battery up. <laughs> now, if I had a handler, someone would have taken care of this. See? Come on, one of you step up. <laughs> Paul, I feel like if I really hung out with you, I'd get it. Come on, I'd suck that for a few months. That's what happened. One time I gave a talk in Boston in Cape Cod, and this person, I was standing at the door when the people were coming in. This person rushed up, and he came running up to the door, and he was trying to tell the lady, Nina, that he wasn't going to be able to miss, he was going to, he wasn't going to be able to make the, the meeting, but he actually drove all the way to tell her that he wasn't going to make meeting. I said, well, you're not going to miss anything anyway. <laughs> Says you! Yes. That's the beauty of it. There's no rush. You're not getting anything. Yeah. It's not going to happen after 45 talks. It's like this one guy we did in Massachusetts. He had gone to some thing where they had you, you stand... And supposedly, if you stood in one position long enough, you'd wake up or something. So he was in the position, and he he said, uh, I stood for 17 minutes, and I didn't get it. And he says, what should I have done? I said, should have stood 18 minutes. (laughs) This is what happens. Yes? More is added on. More is added on. It's sort of like you're right near the carrot. But, oh, no, 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 no. You looked at that girl, you know. Oh, okay. Keep going. It's a fucking slavery. 
You're inherently free now. Yeah, it, the solution is prior to the problem. The bondage, the freedom from bondage, is prior to the idea of bondage. It's not after. Yeah, if it's after, you're in the mental state. Yeah, you're going to get its opposite. You're going to have a sense of being bound. If you believe that that feeling of being free is real, you're going to believe the feeling of being bound is real. Yeah, neither of them are real. So we start with simple. I'll give you a simple thing. Just look at the thought system. You know, there's a feeling when there's a thought is noted, notice that you're the thinker. Yeah, or somehow it's about you, or it's about another you called them. Yes. The first movement, the modus operandi of selfing, is to claim. That's what happens. It doesn't have a life, so it claims it by saying it's my life. This is the mental state talking. Yeah? It calls this life my life. It calls this person my person. It calls time my time. It calls body my body. It calls thoughts my thoughts. It calls feelings my feelings. Yes? It doesn't have a life, and this is how it attempts to acquire one. It claims all the activities that comprise an experiential event here, it claims to be the one that's doing it. Yes. So all the seeing, all the hearing, all the feeling, all the tasting, all the touching is framed as I'm the thinker, I'm the hearer, I'm the feeler, I'm the taster, I'm the toucher. Now this assumption is just a very, 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 very weak assumption, but when it's repeated constantly, constantly, it can seem to take hold. It can't actually take hold, but it can seem to take hold. Yes? So, let's say you have a thousand thoughts you're aware of, but you may not be aware of, of the feeling that you're the thinker for all of them. Yes? So it's using the selfing, the, men, the mental state, a mental, mental state, a mental process is using what it's come in contact with. It, the contact was provided by what people would call consciousness or let's say awareness or whatever, what's actually engaged here. Yes? After that engagement, it arises, the mental state, and claims the engagement as being the engager. Yeah? So now it becomes I'm conscious. So consciousness is forgotten as a state, and now it becomes a quality that you have. I'm conscious, and therefore, because you're in a purely mental state, you also entertain the opposite of that quality, which is unconscious. You can be unconscious. Yeah? So what there was no choice in, there seems to be a choice. And that choice, or that how it manifests, is going to be based on you. Usually by what you do or don't do, and what you have and don't have. Yes? So if I do this stuff, I'm more conscious, and if I don't do that stuff, I'm less conscious. Yes? So now you're reigning supreme. The mental state has neutered consciousness, put it into its realm, divided it, made opposites out of it, 
and now you're playing the little mental ping pong with it. Yes? Always as the fake substantial one. A mental idea of you as being the one. Yeah? So when you watch people and they talk about being connected, and then they talk about a day or two later that they're disconnected, the same one is implied in both of those events. There was me that was connected, and, and me that was disconnected. And very rarely does anyone see the role the me is playing in the emphasis that's on the disconnected and the connected. The emphasis on the connected and disconnected comes from the incredible obsession with the me. That's why it's important to you to be connected, and it's devastating to you that you're, you find yourself disconnected. Not because of the connection or disconnection, but because it's you. You. That's the bondage of selfing. So it uses whatever is available, brought to it by the light of consciousness, and takes advantage of it, like any parasite would. Yeah? Really. And it uses, it uses, let's say, the thinking to facilitate the idea, the sense of being a thinker. It's way past the, a thought. It's using the thought to produce a sense. See, a thought wouldn't hold water, but a thought wrapped in a feeling has some, has some validity in a way. It's very convincing. When you feel like something's really bad, and you're also thinking about why it's bad and this and that, it's a pretty good one-two punch, yes? Yeah, it, takes, it has a real sense of reality. Now, no one else is being affected, unless you act out on them, but it still doesn't matter. This mental God doesn't care about being the God of the universe. It's the God of its own little world. Yes? A very small god that looks really big in a small pond. Yeah? Okay? So now, the selfing, purely mental state, and it's using the physical state totally. I mean, it's just... Well, here is, so here it is. So this mental, this mental process called selfing now becomes aware. Hey, feelings, thoughts, actions, events, coolness, heat loud, low, whatever. And so, all right, now all of that is used to facilitate the bondage to the idea of being the one. Not the one of beingness, but the mental one. Yes? And the mental one has to have another. See? The mental one makes an other, which you are superior to, usually. Yes? It likes that. It can't just get into being one unless it can have a lesser other. Yeah? It needs to come, because its whole, its whole condition, the way it's formatted, is comparison. See? It's not seeing from, let's say, oneness. It's seeing through two-ness. So it wants to be higher than this person, and if, and if it's not feeling so great, as long as it has someone lower, then it can sort of bear someone being higher. Yes? So the poor, the rich need the poor to really enjoy opulence. If everyone was opulent, it wouldn't matter much, yeah? But if someone can be deprived of it, it has value in the mental state, yeah? So the mental state has to take it and then give, it, and then give away. It does both, yes? So it's not just about, oh, you do well, I do well, they do well, all's well. No. You do okay, I do better. <laughs> <laughs> and then fuck the rest. 
And now what we're going to do, we're going to have a special love where it's just going to be me and you, and maybe we'll have a sibling or two, I mean a baby or two. And we're going to have a special love no one else is going to have. And then so if 800,000 people are dying 800 miles away, who cares? You know, I don't give a shit. They're objectified. They're not me. They're, I don't feel like they do. They're not having any fun. They're not going to the football game today. They call it soccer over there or whatever. Yeah, It's all difference. Yeah, you don't see it? The mental state, is whole, its pseudo-oneness is totally based on two-ness and tons of different degrees. Yeah, So look at it in spirituality, in spiritual practices. It's almost like a race. You know, Who can go the slowest? You know what I mean? We can, we're watching everyone. Well, it's that loving gaze. All right, let's sit here. I can, I can out loving gaze you two minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking incredible. And the more somehow equates to better. Yeah? More is better. All this is mental. Tons of it. Yeah. So if you see that what has nothing claims everything, yeah? And that's why when it gets a lot, it feels more empty. Doesn't it? Have you noticed? Have you ever had the curse of getting everything you want? There's such a fucking emptiness in a way to it, you know? You have enough. I mean, you've had a, you have so much right now. And then it's boring in very quick measure because you're insatiable. The mental state is fucking empty, but not in a full way. It's empty in like a storage unit type way. It needs, a, it needs shit. It needs shit to claim and to have and be identified with and as to get a semblance of being something. Yeah? Because it's a phantom from beginning to end. So if you see it, if you can see its modus operandi, you can recognize it. And you know what? When you recognize it, what's going to happen is you're going to reckon, and when you recognize it, you're not going to recognize it from a mental state. You're going to recognize from awareness. You're going to see it from beingness. Yeah? And the difference will be pal- uh, palatable. You'll have a sense, this is totally different. The vibratory condition of it, the, the, its seamlessness, its... It's like... It's like... It's like... And then... Now you know. Now you have it. Now you have a sense of it. Yeah. Then it's much more. It's much, much, much harder to be fooled again. Yeah? You start recognizing it. All you get to see here is what you're not. What you're not. And then finally, it dawns on you: I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yeah. I can never be thrust into an objective state than being seen. I can never be thrust into an object, objective state and be heard. Because I'm the pure subjectness of this place. I'm that. What is what? What do you think is hearing everything? Is it you? <laughs> As a mental idea, <laughs> take a sound and follow it back, and there'll always be something prior to every sound you ever hear that's not being heard. Yeah, that's your original face. It's not a face at all. This, this information, this message has a power. 
Not a, not a power of acquisition, not a power of having, not a power of getting, but an incredible power of release. It's like relaxation in a sense. Even though the, the mental state and the physical state may be amped up, the being is incredibly deep. Yes? It's the panacea for everything, but it, it's it's very unwise to try to use it as that. Yeah, just surrender and let it use this opportunity exactly as it will. Yeah. And all your contractions about you're not going to get what you want or lose what you have, you'll all that holding will open up, and you'll see because your mind now, instead of resting on a mental state, will be resting in the being. Yes. Instead of reflecting all the agitation of yesterday and tomorrow, it'll be f- reflecting like the voidness or like the the infinite clarity of mind. The big M, not mental. When I talk about mental, that's not mind. Mental is different. <coughs> so yeah. It's good news. Jeez. Yes. Why don't you just I can't, you know, I can say it over and over again, but it ends up like beating a dead horse. You know, I don't believe in more. I don't believe in we've got to get down to it today and concentrate. No, it's the relaxed aperture. It's an opening up where you're now gazing in a sense instead of looking. It's totally different. Yeah. When you're looking, you don't find any fucking thing. Yeah. When you're gazing, things reveal themselves. Yeah. yeah. I've been entertaining it for a while in time. Yeah. And uh, more and more it gets revealed. It's, it's, it's like it's the gift that always keeps on giving. You know? It's never it's never ending. You don't get to a point, oh that I got it. <laughs> okay, that's it. Case closed. Move on to the new answer. If you have difficulty and you really believe in your feelings, then do something that will alter them. Yeah. If your condition is going to be based on your mental state, get psychiatrist or something, therapy. If you've been drawn to a meeting like this, I'm pretty sure that you're ready for the invitation, or you wouldn't probably hear it. Yeah. If you're ready for it, and if you don't take what you're, what's being talked about in your head as the gospel, you'll find out about the gospel. Yeah? I have total faith in mind. Total faith in it. So any questions today? See, this is what happens. Everyone's subdued from coming, see? No questions anymore. Okay, no. Can I sign up for the intensive? No. I'm not having an intensive the next 30 years. What about that 20-day retreat? No. It's been canceled. <laughs> I've downplayed it where I feel totally underappreciated, though. 
I should have fucking wore some gold shirts or something. <laughs> I swear, I changed my name to fucking an Asian name, whatever, Indian name. Seriously. I'm getting absolutely no respect. I feel like that guy, uh, what was his name? Rodney Dangerfield in spirituality. Get no respect. So, no? Everything's good? Yes. So I don't really know exactly if your teachings come from religion. I just think it's ironic that you're saying all these things and there's all these like bodies and things behind you. Like we're supposed to worship all this stuff. And I guess it just Exactly. That's why it's set up like this. <laughs> the message is in words, baby. You know, it sounds, it's like, it's freaking, freaking, freaking ironic, isn't it? Yes, there's like 500 different deities in this one room. Yeah. Yeah, you see that? It's a much larger production going on. <laughs> you'll start seeing, you'll start getting, you'll start getting the joke a lot more. You really will. How funny this fucking thing is, this place. Have you ever seen it? Well, I remember years ago they had a, there was a big uh, magazine article about all these experts in certain fields died. Like the one guy was, his, he was an expert in juicing and he got killed by a coconut falling out of a tree. <laughs> this other lady was a yoga and she got caught in an asana and choked or something. And it was so funny, yeah, because there were experts of trying, of, of the way out and they got they died in the way out <laughs> and some lady was an expert on death and I heard she went kicking and screaming when she died about calmness and being tranquil and then she flipped out when she was dying <laughs> this is a we're all all of us as a butt at, are the butt of the joke all of us come on you gotta really you know you gotta sort of get it <laughs> In recovery, we talk about it as Rule 62. Don't take yourself so seriously. Because if you do, you're going to get it. <laughs> you're going to be the butt of a big joke. <laughs> Anytime you take a position... <laughs> do you see the one that was so awesome? Like when... Uh, I better not say this, so I will say it. <laughs> About 2004, when Bush was running again... George Bush and uh, one of their wedge issues to get everyone. No, they don't want anyone to look up. It's always looking, you know, this and that, you know, looking at horizontal. They're the fuckers. They're doing it. So they had the big wedge issue was uh, gay marriage, yeah? And they were trying to get everyone really up in a furor about gay marriage. So he set a, he set a big thing up and he got this, this minister from one of those evangelical churches in Colorado, you know, with a huge ministry and he was going to be his front man and they met at the at the white house and they talked about strategy about you know getting out the votes to go against all these these gay marriage amendments yes and this guy every week he was on tv and then there was an expose came out that he had been seeing a male escort for two years <laughs> and him and him and the guy was doing speed and the guy recorded all the the uh, telephone messages. <laughs> so here's the big vanguard of anti-gay marriage and he's been having it with a guy for two years. <laughs> you know, that's what happens, see? That's life, baby. That's how funny it is. 
You take a position, and I mean, you couldn't have done that better, and, and you could have spent $8 million to make a movie and would never come up with that idea of the guy, huge ministry, and then he's up there, yes, and again, and he's getting, getting it through. <laughs> you can't write a better script. Yeah? You don't see it? Oh, man. The, tech, the, the production value of this movie is unbelievable. How incredible it is. <laughs> Have you ever been on a road in the middle of nowhere? No, you haven't seen anyone, and then you pull in, and that someone's coming out of the driveway. <laughs> we did it one night, and we were parked at this, at a, where I do a meeting in the city, and then uh, I decided just to, we, I decided we, we wanted to talk, so we stopped, and as soon as we stopped, this couple when this giant Cadillac came and they were Russian people and she threw a fit, you know what I mean? We just pulled over for one minute and it's just yelling at us. And it's just the way it goes. It's beautiful. And you have to see the connection in a way. I mean, that's the joy of it. If you keep thinking this is the only thing that's happening, like we, we were at a meeting the other night and the lady was saying, uh, a recovery meeting, and she was saying, you know, I'm so obsessed, all I do is think about me, yeah? And then I'm thinking everyone else is thinking about me. And then I heard it, and I know how she meant it. She meant they were thinking about her. But everyone else is thinking about me, <laughs> yeah? Everyone, we saw all these cars drive by, everyone, maybe, who knows, there's no one any, there's no one any, you know, not there anyway. But in the movie, they're all in their me bubble, Yeah? That's it. It's like an, it's like a it's like this it's like the orbit that we're all in and we don't know it. Yeah. It's all about us. On a mental level, big time. Look at how people are treating their physicality. They're not taking their body most people as themselves really. They the mental process uses it as an identification tool, but it's not respecting it at all. fucking running it ragged. It's eating shit, smoking, doing this. I remember when I was young, I got a very strong hint about that. I was tripping on acid, and I was going to go to see a Rod Stewart show in Madison Square Garden. And my friends and I, and then I thought, I should take about seven downs. You know what I mean? I thought that could kill me. But And this whole idea of the strongest instinct is self-preservation. It didn't seem like it. My head was ready to kill the body. Like that. Oh yeah, let's take seven downs on two hits of acid. But it is totally about self-preservation. But not as the body. It was preserving itself. Yeah? It has an identification as body, but only to, to facilitate something. It basically hates the body in most cases. Yeah? That's why you're constantly judging and critiquing how you look. And you put up with fucking society demanding and judging how you look. So that's it. <laughs>